Listeners, welcome to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. And I'm Raymond Hazen. That's right. And actually, first, I'd like to start by giving a plug. Um, on the YouTube channel, Leader One Studios, my YouTube channel, I introduced a new show this week. It's called JD's Firehouse. And what happens on this show is that the participants, they consume various spicy food products and beverages and they see how much they can withstand and how 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 well they can tolerate it and uh so jason you're going to be or sorry raymond jason is the host of the show but raymond you're going to be in it soon right yeah yeah uh the plan is hopefully in a few weeks i'm going to go down there uh and spend a few days down there and do some i don't know some pepper challenge or some hot sauce or i don't know something he's got a few things lined up i guess and uh yeah, it should be a little bit crazy and a little bit fun, and uh, hopefully I don't cry too much, you know? <laughs> well, speaking of which, see, I proposed an idea for that show, and may- Jason seems a little iffy about it, a little reluctant, and I don't blame him. My idea is, okay, so you take a bottle like I'm not shoving a pepper up my ass, dude. No, no, nothing like that. Well, that that's a All thought, right. but uh, no, I won't. I won't. I don't expect you to be tortured to that extent. But uh, so, what's what's the hottest hot sauce you've ever had? Uh, I mean, nothing really too crazy hot. I guess. I mean, I've had some uh, habanero sauce that was pretty hot, and uh, I did have a ghost pepper sauce once that was pretty hot. Um, yeah, ghost peppers are really intense. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, but I don't just like eat you know peppers that hot all the time. Like I'll cook with that or use a you know, a little sauce, I guess, but you know, I'm not just eating ghost peppers, man. Forget all that. <laughs> well, my idea that I proposed to Jason, <sighs> you take your, the, like the hottest hot sauce that you've ever had. You drink the whole thing. Uh, it doesn't have to be a huge bottle, but you drink the whole bottle, you swish it around your mouth, gargle with it and then swallow it. So I'm That's talking, this is, this is extreme. This is jackass shit, right? Would you would you be willing to do that? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think about it, and I guess it depends on how liquored up I was, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I I know Ethan wouldn't be able to handle it because he couldn't deal with that peanut, right? The tube of terror. Have you? Had yeah. Those? No, no, no. I haven't really done any of those super hot challenges before. I just never really seen the point. Like I like hot food. I put hot stuff on hot sauce like sriracha i use on everything i eat it on everything and it's just a spice and i mean i like it i like a little heat but that super insane sweating out your butthole is hot uh, it's always i just been like man i don't even know what the point of that you know but uh you know i mean it doesn't mean i'm not completely open to ideas of doing crazy challenges and shit <laughs> yeah i see i'm not one for the spicy food myself like i tried I accidentally bought this Heinz ketchup. It was spicy, but I didn't notice it when I bought it. And I'm eating it. And I'm thinking, why is my mouth stinging all of a sudden? So I put spicy ketchup on a hot dog, you know, white <laughs> trash hot dog, Wonder Bread, and a hot dog. And oh, yeah. uh, even that's too much for me, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I got some buddies like that. Can't have any heat. I mean, I, like I said, I like a bit. I'm mediocre. Like I'll eat jalapenos all like no problem all day and stuff. Uh, getting much over that, like it starts becoming hot, you know, and, and it's just not that enjoyable. Jalapenos are a good amount of heat, I think, fresh or 
uh, pickled. I mean, fresh is a little spicier and crispier, so they're good. You know, with like a burrito with like maybe some radish and some onions. You know, grilled green onions. It's uh, good. <laughs> there was this girl in the comments sections who said that if you put sugar in your mouth, that gets rid of the of the heat. It gets rid of the spicy part. Is that true? I'm I'm not sure. I don't see why not. You know, because uh, they say I, to drink milk, but milk has lactose, which is sugar. So maybe that's why it helps. Maybe. I always thought because milk was thick and like it coats instead of like water and other things that just slide down. Like yeah, milk maybe, yeah. Actually, coats at, you know your your esophagus and everything that slides down. So. Yeah, it could be. But I know some of these challenges, man, like you're not allowed to like eat or drink anything after you do it. You got to like eat the pepper and you got to sit there for like five minutes or something without throwing up or drinking anything. And and like that's the part that makes me go, man, I don't know. Like if I could eat it and it's hot after a minute, and I'm like, give me a little sip of milk. I might be a little more into the idea, but it's like <laughs> I'm not even yeah, supposed the to. Other problem, yeah, the other problem is it comes out the same way, too, right? It makes it also makes a painful exit. So that's that's hard. Yeah, that's hard and, and the exits usually, you know, sometimes sometimes it's worse, man. Usually, yeah, 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 because it's all congealed into one spice bomb, you know. It, yeah, that, that ex, it's explosive. Speaking <laughs> of food competitions, have you ever had a, a, a like a liquor contest, like a drinking contest? You ever done that? Oh, yeah, I've done, like, you know, sitting across from somebody taking shots for shots and whatnot. And I'll say I have, yet, I have yet to lose. Really? How So how many shots can you drink before you're oh, done? Dude, bottles, bro. I can drink bottles, man. No problem. Two if I really wanted to. Three back in the old days. Back in the old, old days, me and buddies, we used to kill, like, uh, gallon handles of shit, like, every day and stuff. And it's like, it's crazy. But it's gotten old. Like, it, it's it's worn a bit of a tear. Like, it, you know, like, like last week, man, like, I play... You know, I partied a bit, a little too hard during the show and afterwards. And like, man, it it's kind of sucks once you stop nowadays. Like, as you're getting older, like it hurts more <laughs> when you're coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how much it's worth the party anymore. <laughs> you know, that's a question I'd have for Ricky. Like, I'd want to know, like, how much does he actually really drink? Like, he smokes a lot of weed, a lot of dope all the time, and that's his thing. You know, Julian's always got to have the drink. Ricky always needs the dope, but he loves to drink and party. But it's like. You know, I wonder, you know, realistically, he's probably maybe only drinking like, you know, on weekends or, or, you know, every couple of weeks or something. Cause he doesn't do it all the time, every day, you know? Well, he doesn't do anything in moderation. So maybe the dope kind of counteracts the liquor a little bit. Whereas Leahy just drinks way too much. And I don't even know if Julian's an alcoholic. That's, I think that's debatable, right? Is he, do you think he's an alcoholic? Uh, well, I've seen him without have to be without a drink, like just a couple times. Uh, matter of fact, in the new season of the Jail series, um, he has to go without it for a minute, and you could see that he gets a little white and he gets a little shaky, and I mean, he's got a little bit of a dependency to it there. And I mean, you got to well, imagine. A, a, he did drinks, carry around an empty glass for a while, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's only been like two or three instances in this series where he was actually really drunk. Like um, when he left the park and he was 
in back eating pizza crust and dancing with a dog and all that, and he didn't realize oh, yeah. what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Which drove away with the swoosh in the back of the car. Yeah, the and, swish, yeah. Yeah, and he was the out behind. Swish. Yep, he's out behind. Uh, I think he's out behind the Donair. <laughs> King of Donair. King of Donair, yeah. With that old dog eating pizza crust. Yes, I remember that. Uh, that was great. That was a great episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know. You never really see Julian hammer. You do hear him say, let's get drunk as fuck tonight or something. You know, well, that Ricky usually, that's his, like, his line. But he'll say, come on, boys, let's get drunk tonight. Let's, get, let's go get drunk and, you know, uh, eat some chicken pizza and play some wrestling games. Remember, like you said, that to Bubs? Yeah. And uh, you hear him say they're doing it all the time. Um. But yeah, you really don't see him wasted. Uh, maybe the maybe the fact that he drinks it in such small amounts all the time enables him just to, to uh, pace himself, and maybe that's why he never really gets that drunk. You know, his body yeah. just processes if, it so steadily. You know, if you sip and maintain, you can stay right in that pocket. See, that's one of the problems. I'll start, you know, power chugging and and partying it up and. And pretty soon, you know, it's just like, oh, dude, you're hammered. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like when you're a teenager, they tell you you can't drink. And then so finally, when you do start drinking, is first you, you have to sneak around. Right. But then you drink so fast, you end up puking and, and stuff. And, and when you're in your 20s, it's all about getting drunk as fast as you can. But that's bad for you. That can even result in alcohol poisoning, right? So. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you never know. You might even wake up across town on a roof in somebody else's underwear. You never fucking know what might oh, happen. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, cr- the craziest shit I ever heard of, I don't know if it, kept, if it caught on and became a major trend, but I heard that, like, some young people, like, in their early 20s were, like, they would, you know how some people will, like, really pound it into them, like, take a tube from, like, a huge tank and just drink beer that way? Well, this these kids would put it up their ass and... Oh yeah, <laughs> get drunk faster that way. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, cake stands is what you're first talking about, and oh yeah, we used to do those. Uh, my record was, I was a 53 second cake stand. Uh, no, yeah, real talk. There's no way in hell I could do anything like that anymore, bro. Not even close. <laughs> uh, but yes, I've totally heard of, of kids drinking liquor up their butt i never personally done that i mean i hear it's faster i mean they say they say the booty bump is the fastest way to get in anything up there whether it's you know ecstasy you know whatever you shove it up there it's like soft tissue so i guess it absorbs into your system faster so that's that's why yeah, you know yeah and well uh, i know a chick that uh she she takes like the thc capsules and she puts them up her ass and that's and how God she gets her high. Heart. She could she could just swallow them. I'm sure it would go to end up in the same place, but she puts them up her ass or whatever. Teach their own, you know. I guess she wants it quick, fast, and in a hurry. Doesn't have time for the yeah, exactly. <laughs> She doesn't have time to waste. Right. Oh, I, I've had the capsules, by the way. I don't know if you ever had them, but they take longer to kick in, but they fucking last a long time. I I made the mistake of taking them before going to work and I was working like a graveyard shift. It was fucking horrible, man. Cause this was, I was working at a hospital switchboard and, uh, you really have to concentrate. So that was really awkward sometimes, man. Don't, don't do that. Are you talking about like the, uh, the Marinol pills or whatever they're called? I remember some guys, uh, there's probably, they were probably a bunch of different types. Yeah. They were probably a bunch of different types. They, yeah. There was liquid inside and, uh, yeah, they work. 
they last a long time and it but it takes a while to kick in but it takes a while to wear off too yeah i remember so. this old guy used to get those and we, we used to make cookies you know we make cookies and like right right when you pull them out of the oven when they're soft you just stick like four or five of them pills on it <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? just did. And, just, and then just let them get ready. Then just eat the cookie like it's little, you know, M and M's or something. You put over the top or whatever. <laughs> you I think you said you've made the you've made the butter before? Oh Any yeah, butter? yeah. I, I make uh, yeah. Butter's really easy to make, especially in a crock pot. You know, you can just put some butter in there with the weed, and you just gotta just enough to cover how much ever weed you got in there, and just let it sit on low and slow, baby, for like you know six, eight. Eight hours is probably good, you know, depending on your crock pot, and strain it out, throw it in the fridge, yeah. and boom. That would work, yeah. That's it. All right, so let's have our uh, readings from the dictionary. Oh, yeah, the dictionary. Going with letter B, or number B, I guess, if you're Ricky. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <you> go with <laughs> number B. Let letter B, or C, or D, or whatever <laughs> number we're on. Yeah. Whatever fucking number we're on, Yeah. <laughs> You know, that, that, we should have, yeah, could have waited. That would have been good. Here we go. Anyway, all right. So, oh, shit, Bell. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to read the tragedy of Latin shit. Fuck. I'm uh, hosted. Okay. Campana, uh, whatever, dude. It's some Latin stuff, you guys. Okay. It's a noun. Uh, shit, Bell. The warning of impending inevitable doom for shit toits and shit tots, plans and uh, shit tot lives. Ergo, for whom the shit bell tolls. <laughs> All right, let's see. There's a little poem here. It goes, uh, some people have a wonderful shit-free life. No shit aches or shit ships and never shit strife. Then one day they hear a faint ding-dong and everything starts to turn out wrong. The shit bell has sounded its shitfully note and all of their shit luck starts to run out. There's only one way to protect you from it. Stuff your ears with a fistful of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That'll work. <laughs> uh, alrighty. Uh, shit bird. Ooh, the shit bird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm moving on from all the Latin, guys. That's just crazy for me. Uh, Is it not? Not the same bird as as the the cheeseburger bird that Randy heard. <laughs> the Jeez. old. Uh, it, uh, the the dirty blue jay burger that Leahy made, or the well, no, oh, you're talking, like, the chickadees. He's talking to Lucy. He's yeah, he's talking to Lucy. Chickadees. And he hears cheeseburger, cheeseburger, <laughs> the little chickadees. <laughs> she got fed up and walked away. Uh, all right, sh- shitbird, belonging to the family, uh, Ampelidae. I don't know, or AKA the shit crow. <laughs> It is Shit. brown. It is brown in color, six to twelve inches in length, and has a voice like the uh, tolling of the shit bell. <laughs> and there's a oh my god, there's a picture of like a blue or like a uh, crow, I guess, a blackbird of some type sitting here, and it looks like it's got a pile of shit on its head, and there's like steam coming up from the top. <laughs> oh, really? And then is there it's any a, mention of whether this is related to the shit hawk? There's no connection. No, to that. nothing yet. No, it doesn't say that. Uh, there's a little something here right next to it. it says, "When the shitbird calls from the shitbird tree, never walk under and never look up." <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, good plan. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's some good advice right there. Up, <laughs> uh, oh, I, I once right. had seagull shit on my fries at a McDonald's, so I know the feeling. Yeah, you had a seagull shit on your fries. 
I was at a zoo, right, and it had kind of an outdoor food court. It was here in Toronto, and fucking seagull shat right on my fucking fries. (laughs) I once had a seagull shit, or a bird of some type shit, on my hat that I was wearing, but it didn't really bother me because it was one of those novelty shit happens hat that looks like it has shit oh, all over no, it. See, so like it just it just blended right in with everything else, and I was like, "Fuck it, I didn't even care. I just left it." Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, people like, "Wow, that looks so realistic, right?" Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, that looks really good there, bud. <laughs> all right, what we got here? What's next? Uh, we'll, all right, we got just a couple more. Uh, shit balls. Lumps of bad luck hurled by shit storm troopers during shit tornadoes, shit tycoons, shit storms, and shit blizzards. <laughs> so Australia Great. just got hit by a shit ball. Did, did they? I, I think so. Didn't they that. get a, 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 what do you call it, a, when, when there's an earthquake under the ocean? Um, oh, oh a tidal wave? Tsunami. Or a, yeah, tsunami. Yeah. Yeah, they think. I guess they just. Well, they just got hit by it, but I don't. I guess they didn't get much damage there. But I think they got that. The winds of shit were. I think were blowing too. But well, this is the time of year when the winds of shit blow, right? The hurricanes. Yeah, and everything. no. I mean, Texas just got hit pretty <laughs> bad down here. Oh yeah, I yeah. Know, I don't even know if that's even over for them or not. You know, I think it might be, but they got hit bad. There are people that power, water, everything, man. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Freezing. First the wind. Snow. I mean, when the fuck do they get snow? First they get yeah. snow. Now the winds of shit. Yeah. And uh, yet, so right guess, as they opened up, too, you know. So I guess that'd be a shit blizzard followed by the winds of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it's not or a shit tornado. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, oh, hold on. There's a little uh, quote underneath. A little something here it says, "Brave Captain Shitacular took bat in hand and faced the shit balls squarely." Shitty at the plate. How I failed grade four. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, that uh, brings up a question. Is that how you guys really say it up there? Like in Canada, you just you say grade four or grade 12. You don't say fourth yeah, that, grade. Yeah, that's, yeah, we say grade four. You guys say fourth grade. Yeah. 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 I don't know why, but whatever. Like, I mean, I don't know why we say it. The other way. I don't know why, like, we have to be different in America than, like, everything, everywhere. Most. Yeah, everybody, well, I mean, every, uh, everybody in the world does everything one way, and then we do everything, you know, everywhere pretty much drives on one side, then we come over here, and we, well, we're driving on this side. Everybody, well, in, the, well, everybody I mean, in the world calls soccer football, and we're, nope, we're going to create a whole other sport, name yeah, it football, yeah. and then we're going to do our own version of yours and call it soccer. <laughs> yeah, they, they call football rugby. Everyone else calls it, well, we call it football, uh, but in Europe, they call it rugby, I think, most Places call rugby, yeah, but yeah, I it's mean, football. In football is different. I mean, you yeah. know, like rugby doesn't really stop very often. Like it's continuous. While football has downs and pads, and rugby well, rugby players don't have pads, and you know, but uh, but there is a very uh, distinct similarity for sure. I would say. Well, I was wondering if there. See, there's this tradition here where. When a kid finishes a grade, uh, they get like a present or something. Like you may you may remember J Rock saying he got this tape deck from his mother for graduating grade eight. Is that a yeah. thing in the states? You get a little bonus uh, for asking. Well, well, okay. Let's see here. After I, when I was going to school, it was fifth grade. That was elementary. 
and then you went to middle school and that ended at eighth and then you went into high school uh, and that ended at 12th and at each of those intervals when you promote to the next you know grading school system i guess however you want to word it uh yes some parents would get you gifts some you know some kids got stuff some didn't you know uh it kind of depends but yeah some kids got a wonder bread hot dog i guess yeah right some people got a carton of smoke and said get a job johnny <laughs> oh, yeah, but, I'm like thir- a, right? but i'm 13 <laughs> dad <laughs> you know it seems to me like they should start high school at grade 10 because um because if, if you start grade nine like I did, and I presume you did, it's like you're this little kid, and you're in there, and there's fucking adults three grades up ahead of you, and that's that's really bad bullying, you know, because they're fucking eighteen, right? Hopefully you didn't get bullied, but I did. No, I didn't really get bullied too much. I mean, I was pretty much cool with everybody. I did everything. Like I played sports. Uh, I got stoned. I, you know, did drama. I, I joined the band is just because I did welding. Like, was in a, a debate club. Freaking like, <laughs> I kind of, I was, I was all over the place just because, I don't know. I loved socializing, and I mean, I went to six, I think like six, six or seven different high schools. I bounced around a little bit, so being new and making friends became easy quickly like it wasn't a hassle and so uh i just ended up like just doing like whatever i can get my hands on anywhere i can go you know well you were a very well-rounded student i don't know if i ever knew anyone who was that who would immerse themselves in in such disparate activities like that mostly you were an athlete or uh you were like me you were in the club but well you were you had your uh and getting, and getting stoned the whole time. Yeah, that too, to be an athlete and a stoner, yeah. Yeah, they didn't drug test back then in my, you know, my school in the, you know, 90s around here in California. They didn't do drug tests, none of that stuff. And, like, basically, as long as you were passing your classes, no one really cared what you did, you well, know? The 90s so, was the decade when weed made a huge comeback, so maybe that was why, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Cypress Hill, right? They came along, oh. them and Dr. and <laughs> they all helped along. bring me back. Because <laughs> in the 80s, I thought it was like as bad as cocaine because of Nancy Reagan and all those people. They really wanted everyone to think that. Like marijuana is right in the same league as crank and fucking heroin. So, I, And I believed it. I, had, I, didn't know, I didn't have anyone around to say to me, you know, it's, it's not like that at all. But uh, Cypress Hill educated me, so... What's Trisha? Look, no talking to you. <laughs> I don't know why she. I don't know why she keeps chiming in sometimes, man. I swear. I think she's just saying that we're playing from my laptop because I'm on a laptop. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, dude, you're right. I mean, cocaine was rampant in the eighties. You know, I used to always say like, if I could have gone back and done it over, I think what like nineteen fifty two would have been the best year to be born. I think. I mean, and, except for like maybe like pirate days or like. You know, I don't know, like way back in the old days, just to experience something crazy like ancient Egypt or something. But uh, like modern times, 1952, because cause you'd be 17 for Woodstock, which is old enough to know what's up, but young enough to basically get away with everything. And then you could have been 18 through 28 for the 70s, which probably would have been pretty dang cool, I think. 
and then yeah, uh, and then tw- coke and then twenty eight. Yep. And then in the eighties, when freaking cocaine comes in and takes off, you'd be twenty eight through thirty eight, and which I think would be the perfect years for that. And uh, you wouldn't you, you wouldn't be blasting coke up your nose at fucking nineteen too much, you know, maybe a little bit, but not too crazy because it didn't really blow up until the cocaine push of the eighties. And uh, you know, yeah, but the nineties, yeah, totally grunge weed. I think I think heroin kind of came in pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. There. But then again, more people knew better too, so I would never touch that shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... It sounds good, but I'm not going to do it. So, it's just hard. It's, you know, if you find something you really enjoy, you just want to do it more, but then you become addicted, right? Right. Yeah. You know, you, you might like it too much, pretty soon you're shoving it up your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably. That's how they smuggle it anyway. The guy, Jim, Jim Carroll, who wrote the basketball diaries, he described his first heroin high as being like, it's like having a hundred orgasms. It's no wonder they want to keep doing it. That sounds pretty cool. But then it gets to the point where your body just builds up a tolerance and you're doing more and more and and you're nodding off and fucking falling all over shit. So ruins your life. Um, them nods, man. Yeah. Watch out for those. Yeah, my mother once worked at a restaurant where one of the waiters was and he was addicted to heroin. And one time he's walking with a like a tray of food and beverages or whatever and he, he his knees buckled under him he nodded off while walking almost <laughs> dropped everything on the floor it's that bad you know oh yeah oh yeah you walk down the stairs <laughs> next thing you know you're tumbling down the stairs yeah stay away that from that shit kids oh yeah yeah i know some people have party with that too much and uh yeah no it's a yeah that's a bad one no (laughs) we'll leave it there for that for now yeah all right so it's gonna go ahead yeah so i was going to uh move on to our next subject and i've been thinking about this all week the fantasy trailer park um so i had some ideas like there would be like just like how julian had the dirty dancer there would be a trailer that would be like a combination bar slash like I don't know, weed room, you know, so people can smoke dope there. They can drink, though it wouldn't be licensed. So you'd have to bring your own shit. You got, it's got to be a strip club too, man. You know, got at, at least one pole. Well, it's going to be hard right. to do that with it within a trailer, isn't it? Maybe, maybe attach like one trailer to the other. So that the women who are not interested, they don't have to go and check out the strip club. But they can stay behind and smoke weed and drink. Very true. Very and true. guys can go into the other trailer. And uh, I, some of the actually, that gave me an idea. Some of the chicks who live in the trailer park can pay the rent by stripping. How about that? There you go. <laughs> see, yeah. see, now you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. No tip cup, just your rent. That's, That's your right. Rent. Your That's right. Yeah. Rent's covered. You know, actually, and you know, I th- I think if you got a long enough pull and you went through the like had a hole in the floor and went through the floor into the ground, it'd be just fine. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So hell, you could bet you just, on it. You could gamble. You know, on that. Yep. You just have a tiny hole where the pole just goes right, and so it's got it's a lot sturdier in the ground and goes up through the roof. You'll be fine. The girls could swing on that all day. Yep. There would be a there'd be a pool in the summer time. So some there to have some. 
there were some other ideas. Oh, like a swimming uh, pool? Yeah, Definitely. yeah, just Definitely. swimming pools. I don't, I don't think a lot of trailer parks have swimming pools, but... Well, if we're going trailer park ghetto, we could make a, a haystack swimming pool. You know how to do that, right? Haystack swimming pool? How yeah, you got you to get jumbo tarp, like the one of them jumbo ones that are like freaking like, you know, like a quarter or half a football field, like huge, you know, not quite that big, but you got to get the big, big ones, dude. It's like 50 feet by 50 feet or whatever, 100 feet. And uh, anyway, you get a bunch of hay barrels and you stack up a couple hay barrels in like into like this big square shape or whatever, round shape. And then you put the tarp over the top of those, drape it over them uh, and like make it a bowl, you know, down into into it and then you stick more hay barrels on top of it so it holds it in place and you just fill it up with water man boom swimming pool yeah that's right <laughs> i don't i don't know if you can put hot tubs in a trailer but uh, maybe maybe build like a a little um little building where there's a bunch of jacuzzis or something like that something like that we could prob- um, probably get an old car and run like an extra long muffler through the bottom of them so it like heats everything up. <laughs> as long as we don't get carbon monoxide poisoning, right? Uh, I mean, all right. So maybe you have to wear a gas mask while sitting in the hot tub. Whatever. It's, it's a fucking... Wow, this place is so relaxing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this place is yeah. totally relaxing. Just yeah, not, like, not realizing they're dying. Pass out. <laughs> yeah, right. Just gonna take a nap right here in the hot tub. This is so nice. <laughs> there would be like a gazebo with uh, some seating around, so that if musicians lived in the park, they could play shows there. That'd be kind of cool, right? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, I'd have like a uh, fire pit, like the kind where it's like safe, where you build it with rocks, and there's like sand around the fu- the place where you put f- where you light the fires. Have like bond. Bonfires. Yeah, you light the fire, and it's got like maybe some cinder blocks around it, so that you know everyone's protected and roast marshmallows and shit. Nice. I like it. I love bonfires and campfires, and I'm a fire sign, so uh, see, I got the hiccup. You guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, who, who doesn't like? Who doesn't but, like a fire, right? Oh yeah, dude, dude, fire is so beautiful. Like it's, it's like alive. It dances. It moves around. It has to eat to live. It consumes. It breathes. It needs oxygen to survive. Like fire is a living entity, man. It really is. Oh yeah, totally. Very destructive, though. Got to be careful with it. Oh, absolutely. And did it, you, it, did it, you it, any other ideas? Go ahead. What? Sorry. Did you have any ideas for your fantasy trailer park? Uh, shit, man, you know, uh, you kind of nailed it there, buddy. I mean, I was thinking a strip club, I was thinking a weed bar, you know, um, uh, I didn't have the swimming pool idea, um, you know, uh, yeah, there definitely needs to be a convenience store restaurant, you know, because I was a chef for some years and I loved, I loved to cook or like, you know, some sort of big old uh, uh, outdoor uh, smoker barbecue thing, so you can do like, you yeah, know, how Randy, up, yeah, yeah, or like how Randy did the uh, cheeseburger picnic, where you could do like, you know, co- you know, park barbecues on Sundays or whatever, where everybody's just invited or something. You know what I'm saying? And 
And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, maybe maybe you charge uh, out the out the little restaurant doing it every day, but like on Saturday afternoons from you know one to four, come on down and eat for free, everybody from the park, you know, or something like that. And uh, that'd be way cool. Or the tra- uh, trailer, oh, and, the trailer and, and, and fully stocked uh, liquor cabinet too, man. That's just free for like a big liquor warehouse, man. You just have as much as yeah. you want. Everybody, everybody at the park has to have a drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like take it. It can be part of. It can be built in the lot fees, right? So very much. You're paying for it in advance. You can go and have some liquor and maybe some weed too. That way, you don't have to get a liquor license. You just say, say to whoever reports it, it's not an official bar. I'm just treating my friends. That's right. If you ain't charging, they can't say, "Hey, everybody, it's for free." Yeah. Give it to my friends, man. This is all. This is all for personal consumption, and I just give it away. <laughs> yeah, right. Open up a convenience store like Corey and Trevor. I E N T S convenience. Right. Except there will be a refrigerator so, for the beverages, but. Yeah, definitely. We guess you sell nothing but what is it? Single cigarettes and bootleg DVDs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Chips pop in a box. I don't see why single cigarettes should be illegal, though. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why shouldn't you be able to just buy two cigarettes? What's the problem? What? Do you have any idea uh, I, I why? Think, that's... I think I think it has to do with the taxing, because like, if I open a pack and sell it to you for fifty cents or whatever. I'm gonna make more than that. The, they sold it to the convenience store, and they're not getting any tax off of it. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, so I don't know. I, th- I think I think it's got something to do with that. You know, it's just it's all about just about money. It's it's greed. You know. Yeah. That's all of course. Are you are you a smoker? Uh, tobacco? No. 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 Mm-hmm. No. Like I said, uh, except for when I'm drinking heavy, and that's only once in a while too. Like even then, I don't do it all the time. But it's been like. Shoot, I'd say close to three years since I quit smoking tobacco. Like it just, uh, it, it started like just sucking real bad, you know. Lungs hurt. Like I didn't really enjoy it. You, you smell real bad. Like doesn't even get you high, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really like consuming things that don't get me high, you know. <laughs> so, how much? Uh, what what brand did you smoke, and what? How much did it cost uh, for each pack? My favorite of all time was Camel Reds. I used to be a big Camel Red smoker way back in the day, and those were. You know, I mean, I guess it depends on what decade you're buying them in, but I've seen them anywhere from in the threes to the six dollars. Oh, yeah, in Canada, in Canada a pack of smokes is like a ten, like ten bucks. Really? It's crazy. Cigarettes are really expensive here. And we also like that down in the city, like you know, San Francisco and and Oakland and whatnot. They're pretty expensive down there. I'm pretty sure Newports were have been over ten bucks down in the city for a while. I knew some guys who. Smoke those, and I swear yeah, they we don't. Have, but good. You and you have some really cheap brands of alcohol there, like that uh, old like old English that malt liquor, which is what uh, like two, three buckets or something like that. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if it's that. It's probably cheaper. I mean, you can get like some uh, King Cobra beer. It's like a dollar fifty for freaking forty, and that's some. Oh, that's horrible. Like, I mean, that's. I don't even really like. No, I wouldn't. I don't even really like beer that much. To tell you the truth, <laughs> uh, I mean, they, beer's they cool, that, like, but yeah, that's if you. That's if you're broke and you really want to get drunk, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Or if I just want to, you know, 
somebody offered me a beer to kick back and drink it or something with dinner or something like that's cool but like if i want to drink you know, it's, you know i've always preferred liquor yeah yeah so none of that old english or eight ball or whatever it is i mean i've had it throughout life you know plenty of times but it's like you know i was like when i was a kid growing up like Honestly, to me, you drink 40s old E when you're 17, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Moonstrom strawberry apple wine, all that kind of stuff. Uh, no, I don't think I really had any of that. We used to have these things called Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, yeah I heard about like, that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a fruity liquor drink. I think they're like 20, 20 proof or whatever. And... uh Oh no! I guess they—that uh, would be what. Yeah, something like that. They're less than that. I don't remember. They're like twelve percent liquor, so I guess that'd be like twenty-four. But anyway, uh, I mean they're okay. You know, they're just fruity things, and you know, chicks chicks dig them. So you know, we'd get them. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, if you so, want chicks to hang, if what, you want what, chicks to hang out at the party, you got to have things chicks want to drink. <laughs> yeah, fruity drinks, yeah, yep. stuff that tastes like any chocolate drinks and stuff like that. Anything, anything named fuzzy nipple or navel, <laughs> or sex on the beach, and all or that. yeah, anything with sex in the title. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what's the well? What's the craziest thing you've ever done while drunk? Shoot, I don't even remember them all, dude. Uh, they're that crazy i guess oh yeah dude i mean i've i've blacked out many times man but i mean i don't know you'd have to give me a minute to think about it uh you know i mean i don't know i'm kind of putting me on the spot on that one craziest thing i mean i'd have to ask a couple buddies because they tend to remember the things i've done you know better than i do <laughs> well have you ever been a mean drunk or are you uh i mean I've, I've i i guess it all depends on the situation around you know the people around me uh i i think i'm pretty happy but i can become an asshole if you know i get irritated so i mean i, I yeah, which i think which i think that's that's everybody though personally except for you know people who just like to sit around and cry all the time which i guess that can yeah. come out that can come out of me sometimes too you know you get all emotional and you start crying <laughs> i just turned in, i just turned into a when i did drink i just turned into a really dumb guy who thought he was funny and wasn't that's that's all that happened with me i just because it does impair your judgment and in my case it meant just saying stupid things that were sometimes offensive or or that I thought were funny, but I guess if that's the worst you're doing, you're not doing too badly. So I don't think I ever blacked out though. Do you have Do you have Mike's Hard Lemonade in the states? Oh yeah, yeah, they got those down here. Because I drank four case of those once, and man, I was fucking blitzed. Because I remember <laughs> thinking they go down so smooth, right? And you're thinking, well, oh, yeah. this is no big deal. And then, but four of them, that's a lot of vodka. So yeah, especially if you don't drink. I mean, they're. They're not much stronger. They're a little bit stronger, but not much stronger than like your average beer. Uh, but they are, you know, a mixed beverage. So if you don't drink, yeah, yeah, they can they can get a hold of you. Yeah, it's like drinking that rock vodka, right? Pretty much the same principle. Just well, mix some well, juice. Vodka, well, yeah. Ro- yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure rock vodka. They just took vodka and mixed like Kool Aid into it. They just mixed like powder into vodka 
Like there's no, yeah, you, li- there's uh, no yeah. other liquid at all. <laughs> well, I once had, had which, this experience, which, uh, 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 which, which that is a way that, that a, a lot of the guys drank the, uh, the white lighting stuff in prison. They'd, uh, just make with a little, um, like juice packet or something, you know, tang or whatever, uh, blueberry. <laughs> and the guards don't know the difference, right? Or at least not, from, uh, from, from, not from a distance. I saw, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I about to say? Oh, yeah. I, so I had this experience once. It was Christmas Eve, and there it was a Christmas party going on. And this woman there basically drank. It was a small bottle of vodka, but it's like as big as a beer bottle. That's how much vodka it contained. Straight vodka. And she she passed out. She was so fucking hammered that, like, I thought we thought she was dead. Like, we couldn't revive her. They had, we had to call fucking ambulance and everything. She just had no moderation. So yeah, you, you could. I guess vodka's like that, right? It's like deceptive. Oh you yeah, just, oh, oh yeah. Sneaks just goes up down. And you got to watch out for them clears, man. Them clears will get you, dude. They, I don't know. They, there's a different. It's different drunk. They hurt. I don't know. I always the the come down the hangover or whatever always feels worse on those things too. Oh, but you know what? I just thought of um, one story real quick that that popped. I don't know if it's the stupidest thing I've ever done, but it's pretty stupid. And it's pretty funny too. Uh, this was years ago. I must, oh, sure. I must have been maybe 19, 18. And I was trying to sneak back into my grandparents' house uh, down where I used to live. Uh, and I was with my girlfriend at the time. And the upstairs bedroom window, which was the room that I, was my room, I always kept open and cracked. So if any time I came home, I could always just sneak in up through there, you know, if the door was locked or whatever. Well, I went up there to go in, uh, and you have to climb up on the roof. Go across the route, at least a whole ordeal to get up there. But anyway, um, I go there. The window's fucking locked, man. And uh, oh, oh man, yeah. And so I guess Grandma Nana is what I call her. I guess she had gone in the room and shut, locked the window or something. Like found out that it was cracked open and shut her up or whatever. And so like I was, I was like, oh fuck, man. So I didn't want to climb down because climbing down is even more of a pain in the ass. So I'm sitting there and I'm really hammered. I'm, I'm staring off the, the the peak of the corner of the of the roof, and I'm looking down out into the the ground, and and like I'm like, and that don't look all that far down, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I think I could just jump, and I'll be all right. And I remember the girl looking up at me, going, "Don't." She could see it. I guess she could see it. In my eyes. She could see that I was contemplating. So I'm just sitting there looking over. And I mean, dude, it was, you know. It was over the top of the garage. Like, I mean, I had to have been, you know, 20, 30, like 30 feet in the air, probably. And uh, I just freaking jumped off the fucking roof, man, like right onto the oh, ground. And, oh, dude. Bam! I didn't even, I didn't even like tumble and roll. Like, I just hit the ground and went like splat. Oh! <laughs> uh, and, oh, I'm not, I didn't break anything, luckily. I was always good at not really breaking. I mean, I broke a couple things in my life, but for the most part, you know, just like sprangs or little tweaks or whatever thing, just sore for a little while. But anyway, uh, dude, I, I, the sound and the, uh, made enough noise that it woke up my grandparents in the house. <laughs> and so they came out and let us in. And of course I had to be helped in the house cause I could fucking, fucking walk by myself and oh, woke up the next morning. And I, I was sitting there going, man, what the heck happened to my, she was like, and as soon as she told me, I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I totally remember all that now. <laughs> uh, have you ever uh, gotten arrested 
about drunk? Oh yeah, dude. I don't yeah. think I've I don't think I've ever really been arrested not drunk. <laughs> well, of course, that's where you get. See, that's where they, when they make the argument against alcohol. Look yeah. at how many crimes committed while stoned, but with alcohol, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there's been more than one time. You just wake up in the, in the holding cell or the drunk tank. You can always tell before you open your eyes. Anyone's been there? It's just like you. You just wake up and you hear this. It's the sound of the humming of the, the lights that are up in those those halogen bulbs or whatever. Oh, the forest. And yeah, and you can hear it like right as you're coming to before, like because you know you've been drunk, passed out, probably don't even remember getting there. Next, you know you're awake, and it's just it's like oh, but I get I used to remember oh, before I hear that sound, I didn't have to open my eyes. I like fuck, I know right where I'm at. God damn it. <laughs> So does it mean that you're under arrest, or what, what's the deal? Do they just let you well, go that, in the morning? Well, that, that that depends. I mean, if it's just drunken public stuff, I mean, for the most part, they probably just let you sober up and let you go. You know, you get too many of those, they might you know start giving you citations for it, you know. Uh, and then it, once, like, once again, it depends on what you did, or if you're on probation. If you're already on probation, then you're getting a violation. Or, you know, if you did something stupid while you're out running around, then... <clears throat> get in charge with that but if you're not on probation or parole and you're just walking around not causing problems drunk probably ain't gonna do more than let you sit there for a couple six or eight hours and kick you out but you become habitual then yeah you'll probably get in trouble for it yeah a friend i had to see the one time i got arrested was while i was drunk this friend of mine uh there was a house that had just it was just about finished construction on his street and we came up with the brilliant idea of breaking in and passing out there. But he was too drunk. When he tried to break in, he was just too inebriated to break the glass. Or, and one, the neighbor, you know, told us to go away. And so we left. And uh, But we got busted when we went back toward his place. And uh, I'm glad I was drunk, actually, because I was strip searched in the police station and uh, the cop doing it didn't close the fucking door of the holding cell so like the other cops could see and they're like making remarks about my body and shit oh man that's I'm glad I was drunk that's for sure yeah yeah okay that's I weird. remember this I remember this other time uh I was I was I was pretty hammered already and so I called a buddy of mine he's like yeah come on over to my house dude just walk on over so I left walking to his house okay Next thing I know, I'm being, you know, welcome. Hey, excuse me, uh, Mr. Hazen. <laughs> yeah, they already knew who I was, you know, Mr. Hazen. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? I said, I'm sleeping, dude. I was totally asleep. You know where you are? I'm like, yeah, I'm on my buddy. I'm going to say Jay for, you know, sake of, uh, you know, his name. His name is Jay right here. Like, yeah, I'm on Jay's porch, man. They're like, are you sure about that? <laughs> when I when I heard that, I was like, what the, f- wait what the fuck do you mean? Like I opened my eyes and looked around and no, I was not, I have no clues whose porch I was on. I have no idea. Like I was in a completely different part of town than I was even headed. And I was just like, what the hell? And there's just these family of people standing out on the sidewalk, staring up there. Yeah. They just came home, found some random drunk dude passed out on their porch. <laughs> wow, you know? that was so, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, the cop looks and look, he knew me and looks at me and I was, I was like, so if I just, grab my shit and walk away now am i good to go because like i honestly thought i was asleep on my buddy's porch man like i didn't realize i'm even at the wrong house till just right this second and he was like yeah because i didn't you know i broke in or nothing so they were like yeah well get your shit and go i literally just i guess i thought i'd showed up my buddy's house and 
No one was home, so I passed out on his porch waiting for him. Is <laughs> that the wrong fucking house? <laughs> yeah, there's a lady in my building here. Uh. Who's been done a lot of drinking, and apparently one night she walked in after visiting her boyfriend's place. She walked into the wrong apartment on the way back to her place. So yeah, that must have been uh, alarming for the tenant to live there. All right, so I'm going to move on now to the last segment, and we're going to talk about Mike Smith, who, as any Trailer Park Boys fan knows, plays Bubbles. So he was born in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. I have a cousin who lives there, actually. Uh, So he's also a musician. Uh, Have you ever heard Sandbox, the band he was in? I actually have, uh, only because I, you know, looked into who Mike is and found out that he was in Sandbox back in the 90s up in Canada. And so I, they got him on YouTube. So that's how, you know, I listened to a couple of tunes and, you know, it's, it's not too yeah, bad. Yeah, like, like Curious, that was a good song. I have that on my, my iPod, actually. It's funny because it's, when I heard it, I know I've, I heard it back in the day, like in the 90s. Uh, we, you had MTV, we had much music. And I know that song was in rotation because uh, there's a law here that says that the media has to play, the Canadian media has to play a 30% Canadian content. And uh, so they had to play a certain amount of Canadian acts. And Sandbox was one of the so-called grunge bands that kind of came and went. Uh, so he did that and he started playing music actually at around age six. So, I mean, it's no wonder that Bubbles plays so much music because, you know, I can see why Mike Smith, you know, after playing music for so long, he didn't want to see it go waste. Um, and I liked uh, the Out of the Park USA episodes where he was trying to become a country singer. So it yeah. seems like the boys, the boys always fuck it up for him, though, right? Well, and if you know, that, that's the making of the music video for Who's Got Your Belly. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Bill yeah, so, in the so if you watch the USA Out of the Park uh that whole season is the behind the scenes making up the music video. Yeah. For, uh, I love that video, man. <laughs> and, and the second part of season 10, I, I find it hard to par- to watch the first part with candy and all that. But the second part where Snoop Dogg shows up, that's really cool. When, when they, they play, they play at the Legion. And Tom Marlowe uh, wants Bob- to bang Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, the Legion. I don't know if you knew what the Legion places are, but uh, they're places where veterans hang out. Yeah, and Le- Le- like, like Legion Hall. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I know what they are. What, do you have something similar in the state? Yeah, we got Legions down here. We got Lions Clubs down here. Uh, we got Moose Lodges down here. Uh, oh, okay. we, got, we got Elks Elks Clubs down here. The Elks. Uh, yeah. We have um, the Shriners. Is that the same kind of thing? Yeah, there's Shriners around. Uh, wow, there's so many of these organizations, the JCs that that John Wayne Gacy was a member of. I think. <laughs> yeah, the secret. Um, it's all the it's all the secret societies of like like uh, like uh, bones and ash, or you know, uh, balls and shaft. <laughs> or the free the free we're start, we're, Yeah, we'll start our own secret society of, of balls and shaft. Balls and shaft. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The Trail Park Boys Fan Federation Balls and Shaft Secret Society first meeting is now in order. God only knows what that initiative, what that initiation would consist of, right? (laughs) Uh, I don't even know yet, but fucking my brain will figure it out eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, right. 
So Mike has worked on such films as The Weight of Water and Serendipity. I don't know if that means he acted in them. I'll presume he did. Um, So he had performed as part of Bubbles and the Shit Rockers that featured Rush guitarist Alex Lifeson and Tom Wilson for the song Liquor and Whores. And you can actually listen to that song on Apple Music or wherever you get music now. That's on the Trailer Park Boys, the movie soundtrack. There's also a song by J-Rock on that soundtrack as well. Uh, trying to remember, Trailer Park Life. Yeah, that's on there. I like that song. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, let me see. And he performed with Guns N' Roses on a few occasions on the Chinese Democracy Tour in 2006, 2010, and 2011, which you is how... You can watch that stuff. Yeah, that's right. And that's how... Yeah. Sebastian Bach got involved with the series because he's friends with Axl Rose and yeah. Axl Rose. I don't know who got who interested, but both Sebastian Bach and Axl Rose were fans of the show. And Axl Rose liked it so much that, yeah, he wanted uh, Bubbles to be on stage with them. Uh, matter of fact, speaking of Guns N' Roses uh, and Sebastian, what is it? 2006, maybe 2007. Uh, I guess it could have been five. Anyway, right in that range, uh, down at the Warfield, uh, I went with my boss. I worked at the warehouse at the time, and we went and saw um, Guns N' Roses with surprise special guest, and the surprise special guest was Sebastian Bach. And uh, Sebastian came out and played for like freaking almost two hours, and then Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses came out and played for like shoot almost three and a half. And I remember at one point they came out, uh, and Sebastian came out during their Guns N' Roses set, and they they did a duet and duet a night train together, and it was pretty badass. I got to high five them both. True story. Warfield, go check it out. Anyone's tiny, tiny venue. That's... I mean, if you're in the back of the freaking floor, you're almost at the front. You know what I'm saying? Like it's tiny, <laughs> like a couple hundred people maybe. Like, what year was this? Oh five, six, somewhere on that range. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I saw them in 2016. So Slash was back and Duff was back. Oh, nice, 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 I think, nice. I think Dizzy Reed may have been back. Steve Adler, that guy is still strung out. He's a he's a mess. I don't think he'll ever be back in the band. And nice. Izzy Stradlin doesn't seem to be interested. But Yeah, uh, the, yeah the Guns N' Roses see, I saw, I wouldn't really call them Guns N' Roses. I personally, I mean, they're still Guns N' Roses. That's what I call them. But I always jokingly call them Axl Rose and Company. <laughs> What, was Buckethead there on stage? Uh, I think no, maybe I think Bucket wasn't there at the time. I don't think well, he Slash was actually. Says that, Slash has said that there could be new music coming soon, though. So that's really cool. Yeah, now that's very exciting. Yeah, totally. It would like it'd be interesting to see what they'd come up with. I actually liked Chinese Democracy. I mean, it's very different from what they, anything they did. Before. I think some of the songs are pretty cool, but it's not—it's not really Guns N' Roses without Slash, in my opinion. No, no, and and I mean, he and on Chinese Democracy, there's what like six different, seven different guitars that he had played with him with him throughout the years. Oh like, yeah, to make that shit, you know. So I mean, well, I think it's it very, took like it's very different. Mm-hmm. It took like sixteen years or something to make that that album. They had like um, I don't know how many musicians come in. Uh-huh. So yeah, it just kept changing. One of the most expensive albums ever made, and it hardly sold any copies. So, uh, um, I bought one when it came out. Yeah, I have it. I did. I got this. Yeah, 
I don't have any more. I've lost all my CDs over the years, but I did. Yeah, so yeah, so he uh Mike Smith owned a sports bar in Halifax called Bubba Ray's, and then he owned Bubbles Mansion. Uh so he, it, well that was also it was partly owned by him. It was closed after four years. And I think I mentioned on the show before I went there, uh they had like little tiny shopping carts with the condiments in them. Uh, so that was pretty cool. It was it was uh, neat to have that experience before it closed down. So, um, uh, I didn't even know so about yeah, he, that place. <laughs> he and Rob Wells and John Paul Tremblay they own the show. They own SwearNet, so that's their property. They bought it, I think, after it was either season ten or say goodnight to the bad guys because Mike Clattenburg was just going to shut it down, but. They knew people like us out there. We wanted it to keep going. So that was a good to my, decision. To my understanding, they after Say Goodnight, they ended up purchasing the rights to it. And then they got Netflix to fund it and produce it and go in with them. And then I'm not sure why they went strictly to the swear net for this season of the Jail series. Maybe because Netflix didn't want to produce it. Uh, maybe I Netflix that, is done. That's why, yeah. You know, because Netflix did uh, season eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and the two cartoons. You know, so yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so and like, also, I think um, in the Out of the Park series, I yeah, think and and both out, those plus both out of the park, yeah. yeah, and and a few and, uh, specials, yeah, right? I think yeah. So they did quite a bit, but I guess maybe it just wasn't making as much money as they hoped. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I don't. It's not a high budget show, but ultimately, I guess they're rolling in it, so they don't want to. Well, you make know, any less- uh, everyone out there, if you don't have it right now, sign up for Swearnet. It's only a buck ninety nine. At least that's what I'm paying. And uh, I mean, they got original Trailer Park Boys content. They got other shows. Oh, Trailer Park Cats. It's just a little cartoon. Stupid, but it's funny and tripping. Have Lee. you watched? Oh, have watched you watched most... Roach Approach? Yeah, I watch Roach Approach not every day, but a couple times a week, and, I, and then I'll catch up on it. But like, I try to catch it live at least once a week, and uh, because my notifications are turned on, and they got it set up now, and so like you get the notification, and you can watch live. And uh, matter of fact, there's a couple times, and I think it's on Fridays, that uh, they pull out the phone number. And I can't, oh God, I almost got it. You think I'd remember it because it's, it's something, it's like one eight six six something cunt. <laughs> C-U-N-T. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember the week before uh, Mike was asking Pat, you know, hey, what number do you want? Because he just had a random number. You know, what number do you want? Like, I'll, I'll try to get you a number that you want. And he, and, you know, Pat being the fucking Pat that he is, he's like, I want like fuck or cunt or suck. Something like that. Give me something like that. <laughs> and he was able to get cunt. So yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And um and yeah, so I mean if you if you got it, Buck ninety nine, you can watch all the stuff, you get your notification turned on, you can watch uh Pat Roach live and when the number is on, if you call up, you know, you can uh you know, I mean people people get on. I haven't I haven't called the number, I haven't tried, I haven't like had a question or anything. Like I don't I wouldn't want to impromptu do that because if I'm going to get this one phone call, I'd want to know what I'm going to say, you know, make sure I say it right, you know, because <laughs> yeah, the only right. time I ever get connected to any of them online. <laughs> so, 
I don't want to just be like, so uh, how's your belly? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what, uh, what, what does this show consist of? What does he do? Is it just taking calls? Or... <laughs> yeah. Well, now he, he talked, talks about stuff like, uh, he's got, what is it? Twitter Tuesdays or something. And, uh, he answers like, uh, emails and stuff and tweets on well, Twitter stuff on, on Twitter or goes over things that he finds on Twitter. Uh, farewell Fridays. Um, that's the one where he's like answering calls and stuff. And, uh, let's see here. There was, there was, uh, no, that's the mailbag series. That's different. I swear. I swear he was open some mail one day, but I might be mistaken too. But, um, you know, just different, you know, a few different stuff. It's on every day, five days a week. And, uh, and like I said, I don't, I don't catch them all. I've only caught a couple and, um, you know, Pat's usually up there being fucking silly. Matter of fact, there was a new episode today. Let's see what it says. Pull up my app real quick. Oh, I won't turn it on. We don't need to hear it or anything. But let's see what it says. Uh, today's episode, the Roach Approach live broadcast. That's all you're gonna tell me? Yeah, it just says live broadcast. All right. But it looks like he's uh, looks like he's laying on the couch. In a red shirt with it open, you can see his big belly and uh, Harry ch- said, uh, what does it say something about somebody's drunk as fuck? Is what it says. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, he's got the he's got the the word kind of like each letter cut out of on a piece of paper, like laying next to him on the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the one uh, yesterday's episode. It looks like him and that might be uh, Rob, you know, Ricky, and somebody's dressed up in a big blue, either a sumo suit or, I don't know, a big blue beetle or looks kind of like that, uh, what's her name, Violet from uh, Willy Wonka when she swelled up into the blueberry. Oh, yeah, it just looks like that, yeah. It's a suit like that, yeah. But yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff on the app, and it's only a couple bucks. And you know what? The more we uh, us fans out there are willing to pitch in, I mean, it's two bucks, dude. We can find that walking across the parking lot if we just look down. And uh, the more we all pitch in, I mean, the more content we'll get over the years is the way I look at it. So, yeah, Pat Roach could be facing a serious dilemma because I call, I'm always thinking, like, what if he starts to experience like health problems because of the gut? But us fans, we don't want Randy without the gut, so. And he knows that, which is why he, he hasn't lost weight since they made the show. So uh, that's you know, that's going to be a problem for him, I guess. Well, I mean, if he is staying active, then it's not like he's a like a oh rotundly. It's not his like his ankles. He's got normal like size body. He's just got a belly on him, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if he's staying active and just but still eats a lot and. Who knows? He might be sticking it out more than we realize, you know? Yeah, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at one of my one of my favorite episodes, uh, High Definition Piss Jugs. He called Trevor Fuck Lips. Did you, have you ever notice that? It's an interesting <laughs> insult. <laughs> Fuck uh, you know, I've, I've heard them referred to as uh, uh, dick suckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Someone going, hey, man, I'll, I'll pop you right in your fucking, right, right in your dick sucker, dude. You better knock it off. I'll punch you right there, right now, fool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I think that that's, that's what, about all we have today. Well, thank you very much for joining me once again, my friend. Oh, no, man. It's fucking my pleasure, bro. Thanks for having me. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's all we got for this week. And we have your belly, don't we, Ray? That's, that's right. Now, fuck off, everybody. <laughs> or fuck off. Bye bye. <laughs> Later. Take care. Bye bye. All right, brother. Bye. <laughs> Later.